Welcome back into the DC 360 podcast. And forever, I was deathly afraid of commitment. I remember in fourth grade, we moved away from my best friend, Cadero. In sixth grade, my dog, Kiki, I found her on the side of the house, stiff as a board. Um, and then we got a few dogs after that. One of them ran out in the middle of the street and got hit by a car after running out of the fence. Um, lost another dog. And by the time I was in high school, man, I was really kind of kind of done with the idea of commitment. And then my dad died the last six weeks. Um, and then several things, uh, a cascading of events happened after that. And then my commitment level to God kind of shifted. And then I, at 19, I thought I was on my own. It was me versus the world. It's me versus the world. And although I knew I had no bad intentions, I didn't wish any ill will upon people, I went down a pathway where it didn't matter who you were. I was fun, exciting. You likely would have fell in love with me. Uh, We were having a good time together, but I was not going to commit to doing anything. Now, that served me in a lot of ways, and it didn't serve me in a lot of other ways. But it wasn't until I was about 28 till I woke up from this idea of it does not matter what's going on with other people and it only matters what's going on with me. And I know we're talking about commitment, but at 28, I wanted to commit to somebody, but I was afraid to commit. All of these things have happened in my past and they tell me that I am not the type of person to commit. We could be together, we can hang out, but that commitment thing, it's like a ball and chain. You know, you hear it. You hear all the negative things about getting married. But I know I care for this person deeply, and they have continued to show me over and over how much they care and love me, whether I commit to them or not. But I kept running from that commitment thing for quite a while. I was running from the commitment thing until I realized that it'd be dumber not to commit and allow her to go somewhere else than to commit. So I committed. Foolish reason, right? Until I was well into the relationship where I recognized that commitment that I had made to her was actually the commitment I made to myself. It wasn't even for her, it was for me. Because what happened for me was I got an opportunity to get out of my head about leaving whenever I wanted to, uh, get out of my head about her leaving whenever she wanted to. And what I started to recognize is that that good feeling that we shared between each other, I wanted more of that more of the time. So when we got in an argument, when we got in a fight, when we, something didn't look like something that I wanted or I should have ran in the past, I would have. But that commitment that I had made had me sit in the chair just a little bit longer. And then once I started to recognize that it's my thinking that's really causing all these, like, yes, to happen in the world, it ain't the thing out there, the commitment that I had made showed up again in a different way. Because now I recognize that all of the things that we needed in our relationship were a matter of the fact that I was focusing on those things. Well, if we keep going down this road, we're going to have to end it. 
50% of relationships in their divorce. And then if you get married again, there's another 50% of those that end in divorce. And there's just a divorce, 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 divorce. But once I was committed and I knew that I was going to be there, I got out of my head whether I was going to leave or not. And it saved my relationship. It saved me. And it, it looked clear that I should be committed and get married. It looked clear today. Right? But, but it took a really long time for me to commit to wanting to have kids. It took me a really long time to make that commitment with myself on my personal development journey. It really took me a long time to commit to starting a podcast. Now, I don't know where you fall on this commitment scale, but for me, commitment is for me. I'm committed to this podcast, but not because you guys are like, oh yeah, I love you, Danny. Although some of you guys are telling me you love me and you like what's going on. So I love you guys too. Thanks for being here. But more important than that, the commitment that I made to this podcast has allowed me to grow and know more about what I want to talk about, how I want to talk about it, how to communicate to the camera. And that's what I want to get across to you throughout the entire time we've been reading the Relationship Handbook. That when you get out of your own head and you get out of your own way, relationships are as easy as pie, right? You get in a relationship with somebody, you want to be in a good feeling with that person. That person wants to be in a good feeling with you. You continue decide to be in that good feeling. Sometimes you dovetail and you don't go in a positive direction. But at some point, somebody in the relationship, because we are committed, makes the decision that we will not continue to go down this pathway anymore. And we are going to shift down another pathway and we are going to continue to be happy together. We are going to continue to show up for each other. And when that shift changes in your relationship, changes in your life, I can't begin to tell you how satisfying it is to show up to my relationship, not because of the other person, not because of anything that they've done, but because I want to. Because I want to have renewed faith in my commitment to you, my commitment to whatever it is. Relationships are not just with the significant other. They are with everything and everyone. Give yourself grace. Know that your commitment is for you, not anybody else. If you are struggling to, to look beyond where you are to the future, don't be afraid to send an email because I'm here. <laughs>